You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Samantha. Samantha. Yes, hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Samantha. Um, I moved to California about two years ago from Dallas, Texas. And I'm a nutritionist and a health coach over here in Orange County. Amazing. So how is your dating life right now? Oh, my dating life right now is quite interesting. I actually was separated from my boyfriend in January and kind of, well, him and I lived together and I went on a little bit of a travel spree after we separated. And then all of this Corona COVID stuff started happening. And I was in Europe whenever Trump like put the travel ban in order. So I had to get a emergency flight back and I am quarantined with my ex-boyfriend currently. Wow. How is that going? (laughs) It's quite interesting. Honestly, it's been pretty rough. I mean, it was more rough towards the beginning, but now we're like, what, two and a half months in. So so it's getting a little bit better, but it definitely was unexpected. And yeah, it was big, very big surprise. Got it. So, and then, so you guys have been separated for what, two and a half months now? Yeah. Well, we separated in January and then I kind of was staying with friends and kind of staying separately, but we've, I guess, technically been separated for about four months now, like in total, but two months quarantined together. Got it. So what would you say is like your, the good about this? What's your favorite part about this, this status that you're in right now? Okay. Well, I would say my favorite part about it is being quarantined with someone that actually, you know, he's helpful and supportive, which is good in certain parts of my life with like work and stuff. So he's like guiding and stuff, but it's a little frustrating. My worst thing about it would be not having my own space and not having privacy and not really having the freedom that I was hoping to have whenever we separated in the first place. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, I mean, it's almost like keeping tabs on each other. It, you know, it's like, he knows when you're gone, he knows when you come back. Like, Yeah, it's just, that's exactly the part of it. I'm just ready for everything time to be lifted so I can get a space and just kind of like start fresh. Do you think that you've, you've learned maybe a little bit of like some different qualities about like patients or understanding, like what, what have you kind of learned from this experience? Cause it's definitely unique. It's definitely something that, you know, you don't, you don't hear a lot of people going through, but I know like there's probably some other listeners out there that, that are. So, you know, what, what have you learned that has helped you cope with it? I would say patience is a very big thing. Patience and communication and transparency and just kind of understanding that we are in this situation and there's nothing we can really do to change it. So we have to just, you know, knock it out and just kind of like be supportive towards each other and not really beat each other down. Like you just have to be kind and just stick it through until the end. And then you just get to the next step, figure out a plan. Definitely. Do you feel like, you guys will end up staying friends after all this or maybe take a break. Yeah, no, I think we'll be friends just because like as time has passed, we're like, 
we understand where we stand in this. And we're like, you know, at the end of the day, we're not good as partners, but we are there for each other. You know, like I want to still be there for you and support, but I don't need to be there as your lifelong partner. And it kind of has just showed me like what I want in a partner long-term. Like I want someone that's going to be, be like there with me and not kind of like put me down, you know, be like lifting me up all the time. I just need, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say. Important to have that positive energy around you, especially in a time like right now, whenever I think a lot of us are, you know, mentally drained in a lot of ways, it can be a roller coaster of emotions. So it's just like, let's just do each other a favor and be as nice as we can, even if we're on each other's nerves, let's just like get through this. And yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, if you like things are getting heated in some or anything, it's just like, you just go outside and take a walk. And like, let's like think about how we're going to respond to each other instead of reacting. Because like, I feel like it's so important to just you know, really think about what you're about to say to someone before just reacting on it. Cause that's kind of like where the relationship went south in the first place. It's like, just like a lot of reaction versus like processing everything and communicating. And like loose lips sink ships, you know, it's like, it's once you say something, it can just, and some people can easily brush it off and others can't, you know, like I'm, I'm someone where I can kind of brush things off pretty easily, but I know there's other people who I learned, I've learned the hard way that they don't, you know? Yeah. So. I don't really brush things. I mean, yeah, I hold things. Like if you say something hurtful, like I hold that. And I, I try to forgive and forget, but it's like at the end of the day, I still like remember it, you know, and it's hurtful. So it's like, just be nice with your words. So here's a, here's a direct question. Are you guys able to, to still get frisky? Yeah, we still do it. I will say the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. But I mean, come on, like, we're just it's how can you not whenever it's like, we definitely sex was never a problem in our relationship. So right. and you're just kind of like quarantine together stuck. And you know, sometimes one thing leads to another and it happens. Sex is definitely still there. Yeah. And I imagine this wasn't expected as as the ending of you know, the relationship is, is definitely something that no one could predict. But just out of curiosity, like while you were in the relationship, did you guys ever talk about how things would end and, and you know, how you both would handle it? You mean like towards the end of the relationship when we were breaking up, like what we were going to do? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Or, or even earlier, you know, like when you felt things kind of like fading, like, di- like, did you guys start bringing it up or like, at what point was it like, okay, we need to talk about this. Like this is starting to fall apart yeah we did talk about it a couple of times we never really communicated very well on what we were going to do about it that was like part of the issue and then things just had escalated so fast that it was like okay we're gonna just separate from each other and not speak and then that's when we you know we separated for a couple months didn't speak to each other really and then we got stuck together just first, you know, so, so you know, Noah, he was living in Seattle. So she was kind of able to have, they were able to have some space. Like he had yeah. an apartment in Seattle while she was in Newport. But then once COVID happened, he ended up coming back to Newport. Mm. So. Got it. All right. So let, let's start, let's start, let's switch gears a little bit. And let's start talking about, let's start talking about the future, Samantha. You yeah. Know? And now, now that we're, we're sort of on this point where the quarantine's about to lift, you're about to jump out. You know, a free tiger. Yes, a free little lion. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. What is the, now that you're on the prowl or, or about to be once the quarantine is lifted, what would make you feel the most fulfilled in your dating life? Honestly, I really want a partner that is like 
okay with me wanting freedom. You know, I like the freedom that I have. I'm such a social butterfly. I just want to be with someone that lets me be the social person that I am. And I feel, sorry, I'm just thinking as well. I'm like, what else do I want in like the future dating? Like, I really just, that's really what I I honestly really want to be in tune with myself. I don't think I really want to date anyone for a bit, but I do feel the next person that I date, they need to be understanding of who I am as a person and accept me for the wild child that I am, my social butterfly-ness, because some people can't accept that and it's a little... It's a little frustrating. I look, look at that as like a confidence issue too sometimes on like the other person's end because it's like if if you are really confident in like in our relationship and confident in trusting me, you would be okay with that, you know? Exactly, exactly. It's like I need a guy that is confident and can just be okay with being on his own, doesn't need my attention 24-7 because I like to like give myself attention and be with myself. Definitely. And Tell us about that. Like what what is like self-love? look like for you you know i'm really like trying to discover that right now in this process and it's a little hard with like you know not having a lot of my own space and my own time but i really feel like self-love is just i mean in the works for me right now it's been just being happy with myself no matter if i'm successful or where i'm at in life just like really being like okay you know what it's okay like you're gonna get there and you just need to be you really just need to be supportive of yourself because at the end of the day that's all you really have is yourself you cannot really rely on anyone and you just need to be kind to yourself as much as you are to other people so I feel like I'm the kind of person that I'm I'm just like I'm so giving to other people and I do so much for everyone else I never really like give myself the attention you know I never like love on myself and I feel like that's something that I'm really trying to work on during this time yeah and what do you think would would change once you sort of get a little bit more of that, what do you think would change in like your future relationships if you were to, to, to sort of tap into that a little more? more? Um, I feel like I'll be more of an independent person in the relationships. I feel like in my past relationships, I've been a little bit too, I was a little too dependent on the person and like emotionally and like needing attention. And I've kind of like, since I have separated from it, I've noticed like that's not a healthy trait in a relationship. And that's kind of just like, I'm just going to be more like, I'm just going to be more to myself and not really needing so much from other people. I love that. Yeah. If only we could all learn that lesson a little earlier, right? Yeah, totally. But you know, it's all, life is just all a lesson. And I'm so like thankful, like even as crappy as my situation is right now, it's like a blessing in disguise and I'm learning so many lessons from it and I'm just becoming a stronger person from it. And I just, you know, I'm thankful for it as taking it for what it is. All right. Last question before we jump into some rapid fire questions. Mish, take it away. Last question. What's the most embarrassing sexual experience you've ever had? Oh, God. Okay. Let's think about this. Embarrassing sexual experience. Okay. So can I say something about like they were embarrassed or is it more so my embarrassment? It can be their embarrassment. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah them while well, we're like getting freaky and they like totally rip ass in the middle of a session and it's like do we act like that didn't just happen or do we continue going do you what do you do do you acknowledge it or do you ignore it i said something i was like like i definitely said something and they were very fucking embarrassed they were like i'm so sorry and it's like you know a lot of 
drinking had been involved and whatever, but I'm like, I don't know if I can continue on. Like, this is just like, you know, the room smells tainted. I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Like what a turn off. You're like, I don't think I can continue. Let's open the fucking window. Let's just like go to the living room now and talk. (laughs) Was this on a first date? This was on the first date. Yes. It was a first date. Oh, oh my God. God. Did, yes. Was there a second date? There was not a second date. No. Oh, oh my God. That's even, I can't believe it was first date. It's like shit. I mean, they basically shit their pants in the middle of a session. Come on now. Like, that is not cool. Yeah. You're like, I don't think I'll ever get over this. If you did it on the first time, who knows what's coming the next? Right. And then they were just, yeah, it was pretty bad. I love how you call it a session, too. It's like ready. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, all right. All right. So, moving towards wrapping up here in the next, in the next section, we're going to ask some super fun rapid fire questions. So, just Samantha, say the first thing that comes to mind. It can just be your opinion, thoughts on a subject. Just keep it brief. We'll just jump right through these. But are you ready? Okay. Let's go. All right. How often do you think of someone else while you're having sex? Often. <laughs> Are you loud or quiet during sex? Loud. Have you ever slept with someone you work with? No, I have not. Right. More peanut butter or more jelly? More peanut butter. Have you ever farted in the elevator or in a yoga class? Not in a yoga class, in an elevator, yes. I hate that one. <laughs> Which one are you at the party? The life of the party or a wallflower? Definitely the life of the party. All right. What's Easiest pickup line you ever heard. Are you, you a 10, or what is the Tennessee one? Hey girl, are you a 10? Because you're the only 10 I see. Oh God. Terrible, terrible. What are your thoughts on edible underwear? I'm here for it. I'm I'm here for it. They're fun. Longest you've ever gone without sex? Four months. All right. And your thoughts on Polly? I'm okay with it. I'm here for it. Not my ideal relationship, but I have nothing against it. All right. Where's the strangest place you peed or pooped? Oh my God. And that's that one. Okay. I'm, this is embarrassing, but I've done it in the back of somebody's truck when they cheated on my girlfriend. I pooped in the back of his truck as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's epic. What did he, did he know it was you? No, he never knew it was me. He still to this day doesn't know. And we were, had drink been drinking and I was like, let's just drive past this house. This piece of shit. I'm going to shit in this truck. And I just fucking pooped in his truck. Thank God you didn't come out. <laughs> oh my God. I would have like, don't you wish you could have seen his face when you discovered it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, if you haven't told him yet, now he knows. Yeah. So. Oh, that was like seven years ago. <laughs> that was like seven years ago. That's some high school shit, but that's oh, my drunken crazy. Epic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amazing. So Samantha, if we're going we're gonna to sort of let you go here, but one last question before you go, and this is something I think for all the listeners out there that hopefully someone can relate to. What advice would you give for someone that is going through the, this sort of situation that you're going through right now? I would say patience is a big thing. Patience and kindness and communication. Please just communicate and don't react. Don't react on anything that you're feeling because with everything that's going on in this world, you really just need to process everything and just kind of like take your time with how you respond. Beautiful. Be calm, be kind. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Samantha, it has been a pleasure. Thank Such you. a pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to rate the show. Leave us a review. And even if you didn't like this episode or our show, please leave us feedback so we can make adjustments so we can grow and keep delivering 
great insights on dating. You want to be featured on the show and you have a cool story, visit dirtondating.com backslash single to introduce yourself. We definitely need more singles and people in relationship. Uh, Yeah, just get to know how people date and share their story. So don't be shy. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.